It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Luca got cooked in game two. Do the Mavericks have any chance of turning things around tonight against Phoenix? The Grizzlies will be without Dylan Brooks for game three. How surprising was his suspension? And we've been waiting for it. Club Superstar opens on Tuesday. We got ourselves a soft opening today. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday. I think it's the perfect day to go to a club. Jenna, Nick, Broussard, and Wild. I don't. I, listen. Besides myself, is anyone a lock to get into this club? Superstar, Nick, right? Oh well, listen. I was out scouting locations last night in person to find the ideal spot. I'll tell you who's a lock. The guy you're seeing right there, Giannis. In fact, Giannis. Uh, you know, he has thrown in a request to be the official club superstar DJ. Giannis spinning the ones and twos at Club Superstar. It's what wow. you get when you're okay. the best player in the league. Okay. No idea. It's such great musical taste. We will get to Club Superstar. We got to start in Philly. Sixers Heat, game three tonight. Their superstar, Joel Embiid, still listed as out. That's not good considering the way their supposed other superstar, James Harden, is playing. You know, they brought him in assuming he was the James Harden of old. Instead, they just got James Harden, who looks old. Rich Hoffman from The Athletic writes this. We learned in games one and two that this version of Harden can't lead the Sixers to a win because he doesn't have the explosiveness to score with volume. He can't lift any supporting cast to the level of an elite offense, as was once the case. Nick, we're not that far removed from Harden being able to impact a game at will. How do you think his legacy is going to be impacted if the Sixers, if they just don't make this series competitive? Well, I think it'll, you know, end the chapter of his career of James Harden as an unquestioned, you know, top 15 player, top 20 player. And I think more importantly, Brew, historically, I a few years ago said that I thought James Harden was the best player in NBA history who hadn't had, who didn't win a ring. It was him and Elgin Baylor. And that was dead ass wrong. Just flatly wrong. I was projecting. I was like, well, he's going to continue on this pace. And now, Brew, when we talk about it, let's talk about the guys who don't have rings. Is Harden one of the five best guys without a ring? Is Harden better than Charles Barkley? No. Is Harden better than Carl Malone? No. Is Harden better than Elgin Baylor? Now, listen, I know J.J. Redick might get mad at me, but Elgin Baylor was a great player. We don't have to relitigate it. The answer to that is no. Was Harden better, Brew, than John Stockton? I don't think so. 
And clearly Harden's not better than CP3. Mm. Clearly. Now, CP3 might remove himself from this list in six weeks, you, have, you know, but the, he has to deal with a lot of things, Luka Doncic and the curse of the Broussard, so I'm not certain if he will. But that's five names I just gave you. Listen, I'll give you a Harden over Patrick Ewing. Like he's, I'll give you a Harden over Allen Iverson, Harden over Russell Westbrook because of what he accomplished in the regular season. But, hell, even Iverson and Ewing – had at least a singular playoff season better than anything Harden's put together. I still think his resume overall is better than theirs. So, yeah, the legacy, the resume, all of it takes a hit if his time as a truly great player is over before we expect it. Yeah, um, well, let me say this first, Nick. I do think what Harden's doing now in this playoff series, because that was the question, if they don't make this thing competitive, what he's really hurting is his future, all right? Like, will he get a long-term lucrative contract extension? Because I think that's what he's definitely putting in jeopardy. Maybe, if not in the eyes of Daryl Morey, then maybe in the eyes of Philadelphia ownership. So that is in serious jeopardy. Um, his future more so than his past or his legacy that we're talking about. But to go to the question... Uh, look, I, I do think Elgin Baylor is the best player never to win a championship. And I do I have Barkley and Carl Malone uh, and Chris Paul certainly ahead of Harden. You kind of have Stockton and Malone together all the time. And with Stockton's numbers, steals, assists, he's just light years ahead of everyone else in terms of total steals and assists. So you probably have to put him ahead of Harden, too. But so that's the first group. That's the five. I've got Harden now in that second five with Iverson, Patrick Ewing, George Gervin. I do have him ahead of maybe these guys are in that group too, Westbrook and Steve Nash. But that's the group I believe Harden's in now. Yeah, me too. Here's the interesting thing, Wilds. We, because of the age that we are in and that Harden plays in, the technology now, in, the internet social media, even shows like this, right? Debate shows where we talk about these things ad nauseum. Will that make Harden's fail, or any player for that matters, failures and shortcomings more memorable than they have been for past generations? Because typically, even if a guy's gotten criticized when he played, uh, that kind of goes away once he retires. And we just love, we remember the great moments. Yeah, he never won a ring, but this dude was awesome. He's a Hall of Famer. He's all time great. All that. I'm starting to wonder if because of today's era and technology, if stuff won't go away so quickly. Uh, here, here's an example. Charles Barkley, who we all just remember as an awesome player. Yeah, he never won a ring, but <laughs> it wasn't Charles's fault. Charles was fantastic. But look at these quotes that Scottie Pippen, the six-time champion, when he said these quotes. Charles will never win a championship because he doesn't show any dedication. Very selfish guy. Doesn't show the desire to want to win. He owes me an apology for coming to play with his fat butt. That's what Pippen said about the great Charles Barkley. That first quote, too, that is Pippen. Here's the full quote. Pippen said... I should have listened to Michael Jordan a year ago when he told me Charles would never win a championship because he doesn't show any dedication. Now, 
if uh, Kevin Durant came out and said, man, look, I should have listened to CP3. CP3 told me after he played with, with uh, Harden, he ain't dedicated. He'll never win a championship with that guy because he's not dedicated. We would say, oh, my gosh, his legacy is totally flattened. Like, this will never, you know, this will never be lived down. And point. yet with Barkley, we don't think of those things. So I just wonder, I mean, because to me, Harden is in the same space as most of the guys that haven't won. There's a reason we, we yeah. Elgin Baylor, he went to seven finals, never won. And then the year he retires 10 games into the season, they win with the same team, the Lakers. They had Wilt, they had Jerry West, Gil. They So you would look at that like, wow, is that a, saying something about Baylor? Carl uh, Malone shot 44% in the, in the 97 finals against the Bulls. And in 98, Jordan stripped Malone of the ball, right? Malone got the strip by Jordan, a guard, before Jordan hit the iconic shot to end the series. I brought up Barkley, Iverson. We could talk about well, he didn't like the practice. He wasn't a defense. Like so, my point is, all of these guys that haven't won, we could point out some negatives, and Harden's no different from that. But I wonder if this stuff may stick to him longer, Wilds, just because of the era that we're in it's today. Interesting. <clears throat> it, that's an interesting take, and to build off of it, I don't think it will, Broussard, because incremental uh, decline or increases doesn't really show up. It doesn't move the meter like stark highlights or lowlights do. Like I would argue that Russ shooting the ball almost over the backboard is something that people could point to and say, look, Russ is not the guy he used to be. The old defensive tape that was put together of Harden letting guys go past him, I thought that was damaging to him. Same as like Baker Mayfield, the quick tape of him missing Odell. That's damaging. But a, a, a slow erosion of skill, I don't think is as damaging because there's not one thing to point to in sort of a, a headline, sort of back page of the newspaper, if you will. The question I have for you is no. this, Nick. All right, do you think... You mentioned closing a chapter on James Harden's career, the chapter of him being one of the best players. What does this, this next chapter look like? Because I don't understand why James Harden isn't playing like Chris Paul right now or can't play like Chris Paul. Chris Paul is older. Does Chris, right. Chris Paul has bad, had that knee surgery when he was young. And we're like, oh, man, is Chris Paul ever going to be that Hamst guy? He had the hamstring, too. He's fine. And he had a hamstring. Good call, Jenna. And right, he's right. got all. Is Chris Paul's handle that much better than James Harden? I don't think so. Does Chris Paul know more tricks no. than James Harden? No. I don't think so. No, no, no. Passing, I, see, I can make question. a highlight hold reel on, of on. Chris Paul passes and James Harden's no, passes. Stop. And they would work. Le you could say leadership. No, no. Chris Paul has no. a has a big advantage. Good. No, it's time score situation understanding. Chris Paul understands the game of basketball in a way like there are in my lifetime four people that stand out above everybody else. Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, LeBron James, and Chris Paul. And that's not a shot at Michael, but Michael's greatness was his pure will combined with the athleticism, the skill, everything. But the way Chris has known forever how to manipulate, and I'd say that in a positive way, the end of games 
how yeah. to understand that this entire thing is building towards a finish, as opposed to there are certain guys, Harden and Russ are two of them, who look at each individual possession as a solo moment in history. There are other guys that understand all of these possessions are a brushstroke on a painting. And at the end of it, we want it to look as beautiful as possible. So you can't all of a sudden nice change. Like Chris Paul has been building this since he was 14 years old. Like it is, Brew, it is not a coincidence that a, the, the best Chris Paul story there is, is the one, it's a sad one, but right after his grandfather passed away, he had never scored 45 in an amateur game. His grandfather was, I think, 61, and he scores exactly 61 and walks off the court crying. That's not an a mistake. It's because he always knew how to get to whatever gear he needed to get to. That's not who James Harden has been. So, no, he can't. It, it flatly brew, he cannot have a Chris Paul a final act. It's not who he is. Well, but I'll give Wild like I think he could be more like Chris Paul. He could be more like Chris Paul. Here, Harden yeah. got spoiled playing in Mike D'Antoni's system. That that because Harden does have a high basketball IQ. He's got all the skills he needs to be a great playmaker, and he is a great playmaker. But be playing for Mike D'Antoni for that many years, he got used to over dribbling. Ball dominant. It's all about me. I do whatever. Yeah. And that's hard to come out of. So that's a big part of the problem, Miles, because he could, if he could stop over dribbling and move the ball quickly, he couldn't be CP3. But I do think, Nick, he could be more in that direction than he is right now and still be well, successful uh, uh, over the next few years. Let's not kid ourselves. He's also not in the shape and doesn't take care of himself the way older guys like LeBron and CP3 have. Right. He knows it. We all see it. So that factors in as well. All right, game three tonight from Philly. Steve Harden can turn things around, but we got to head out west. Do Luka and the Mavs have any chance to turn things around against the Suns? First things first on a Friday. Back after turn this. things around. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back talking Mavericks and Suns. Dallas in an 0-2 hole already, not because of Luka. At least not because of his offense. Luka Doncic averaging 40 points for the series. Problem is, got to play defense at some point. And the Mavericks were outscored by 28 points with Luka on the floor in Game 2. Broussard, you called it embarrassing. You give the Mavs any chance to make this series competitive? Any at all? Just a small one. Well, uh, okay, what's the catch, Jenna? What, there, this has, there has to be a catch to this question. This can't just be a straight-up question. R- really? It, it is? No! That's no, the question. Look, they are There's leaving no Dallas. The Dallas Mavericks are leaving Dallas down 3-1. No question about it. Now, the only oh. question about it is if they get there. If, if they leave Dallas. All right, because I'm, I'm being generous by saying they're going to leave Dallas because a sweep is definitely in play. But, you know, hey, I'm playing with house money at this point. My sons like look great. Uh, Knicks, Mavericks. Knicks, Your Mavericks son. look horrible. So, hey, I'll give them a game. Sure. It'll, it'll go, they'll go out in five. Here's the thing, Nick, that works against the Mavericks making this thing competitive. I got to believe, and they'll never admit it, but I got to believe morale in that locker room is low. All right, very low. Oh, yeah, way because low. No. I told you nope. yesterday. It was the 11th straight time they've lost to the Suns. Those guys have never, they can't point to any moment in time where they beat Chris Paul in a Phoenix uniform. That's got to be demoralizing. All right, secondly, your coach, who I love, Jason Kidd, but he's all but calling everybody but Luka trash. I mean, after the first two games, it's like, look, Luka's been awesome. We just need somebody to step up. My good kid, we get he get a little help. And that the uh, the guys in that locker room, the Rick Brunsons and Spencer Dinwiddie's and the other guys, they they have to be saying, okay, um, the style, you know, the way we're playing is tough. But also Luca, if he's so great thinking it, they're not gonna say it. Well, he's getting torched on defense. They are hunting him okay, like you know, big game, all right? And 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 I'm you're sitting free, here talking about how great mind. he's playing. He is great offensively, but he's getting destroyed because his dad, his a short I, I, American dad, never taught him how to play defense. Put up stats, okay. Sonny. First of That's all. all that matters. All right, <laughs> Listen, so no, they're speaking, not making this competitive. Brooks, they're not. Speaking of dads, I don't know that they have invited Jalen Brunson's dad, Rick, into the locker room. Nothing screams Broussard's journalism background from the 90s that he just has a mental block that it is Jalen Brunson, not Did Rick I Brunson. Rick? It, I love it every time. Right. Nobody yes. can, I covered like, Rick. You're the only one that Knicks. remembers right. Rick Brunson. It's like, we oh, know, good shoot guard for the Knicks in 93, and he just always calls him that. But that doesn't matter. Now let's get to the actual point here. First of all is this. I will deal with a lot on this show. I will not deal with Kevin Wilds, who I, because uh, uh, I feel like he what infected Broussard on this. Who, just wait. Oh, I already know, buddy, what you're going to do. After okay. years of writing love letters to Donovan Mitchell, all of a sudden acting like 
a superstar on offense that has some limitations on defense makes him a massive liability. I won't, I won't take it. Some I won't handle it. Not after we've given MVPs to Steph Curry. Not after we've given MVPs to Nikola Jokic. Not after you want your, your, your scouting apartments for Donovan Mitchell. This is all because Reggie Miller in the broadcast kept harping on the point in the fourth quarter. luca has been, he, he was a bad defensive game. The idea that he all of a sudden is this unplayably bad defensive player? It's just not true. We, we, Luke has been first team All NBA. Brew, was he first team All NBA for you this year or second team All NBA? Which one? I don't yes. remember. Oh, I, but team. I, what first I do team. know is first team. he was first team All NBA. At no point was Brew like, great. but it was hard for me to put him there because he's such a trash defender. No. What has happened is the, the team that throughout the years, the best team in basketball, which is right now, playing way over its skis as far as their what their shooting percentage is. Not sustainable, and then they really tortured him in Game 4. I understand all of that. But here's what I also understand, Wilds. I'm yet to give out a losing pick in these NBA playoffs game-wise on this show. The Mavs are winning tonight, and that makes it a series. When does a series start, Kevin Wilds? You riddle me that. When does uh, a series uh, start? When, when the, home when the road wins. team wins a game. So has wins. the series started? The answer is no. It will be a series. No. And game no, four zero, zero. be the biggest game of Luca's <laughs> life. And we'll see how it goes. Okay. There is a reason that the Suns are going to move on and play and play Del Curry and Michael Thompson in the next round, Broussard. You know it and I know it. And Rick Brunson <laughs> is going to stay in Dallas. <laughs> 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 no, here, here's, the, here's, here's the thing. If, if Luca, is, there's a, you said, why do I care so much about Donovan? And I'm shopping for apartments with, for Donovan in Tribeca, yeah. and I'm not, yeah. ha, I don't have the same energy towards Donovan's defense as Luca's defense. It's because yeah. of this. Tell me, Donovan Mitchell is a good player. I want to be the foundation cornerstone of the Renaissance of New York basketball. I don't say that he's on a goat trajectory. I don't say that he should be in MVP conversations. I don't call him Donovan Legend. I don't do any of that like the national media does. And if Luca was the guy that we all think he is, he would go further than saying, hey, I just have to play better defense, that's it. He would say this, the reason we are losing is because I am not doing a good job. Because the narrative that is out there that is totally unfair. Ah, Luca, doing it all. Doing it. Luca needs more help. He doesn't need more help. He needs to provide more help on the other side of the ball. So when Joker, when Joker loses four to one, how dare we have? How can he be the MVP? How can he be the? Oh, we are. But if Luca gets swept, like, what do you want him to do? <laughs> oh, what do you want Luca to do? I don't know. Play a little bit of defense. No. Don't don't have Luca the see true shooting percentages Wait of the last few years. There, What's He's the worst you. time? Oh, no, two Luca Doncic teams. Hold on, Wilds. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> you, you said yeah. If he gets, let's see. If he gets swept, we will see what the commentary is. He's down 2-0. He has not been swept. Jokic okay. was swept by this very team and was penalized so much for it, he won the MVP again this year. So that makes no sense, first of all. Second of all, the idea that losing f- losing in five to a worse team in Golden State and being down 2-0 to Phoenix, same thing as nonsense. And third of all, the, the idea that Luka, who is 40 points per game, 
what is it, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. On Brew, you said this yesterday, 55% shooting and 43% from three, that he's the problem is nonsense. You know better than that. Now, is he playing as well as those numbers suggest? No, because he has been bad defensively. But if we're listing Dallas Mavericks problems, you're going to have to come up with a long laundry list before you get to Luka on it. That's just the truth of the matter. When and they're winning to tonight. It's 2-1. When do you get to they're, defense? Well, happy birthday, Chris Paul. Top I think the, list, the NBA defense. might give you Scott Foster tonight. Don't worry. Oh, uh, 9 a.m. Find out awesome. the refs. Guys, we got to take a turn. As an avid club goer, it brings me much joy to share the news that Knicks Club Superstar Grand Opening Tuesday. We got ourselves a soft opening today. The old morning club. We'll tell you about it next. First things first. First thing. Oh, my God. Oh, look what time it is. Time to see who's getting into Knicks Club Superstar. Nick, you've been hyping this up for weeks. The grand opening, four days away. We're calling today a soft opening, so tell us who's already invited. Obviously, besides myself and my friend Marnie, who is still waiting in line? Marnie. Oh, yeah, Jen, I don't mean to be rude, but you're definitely not invited. Neither is Marty. Neither am I. It's a super NBA superstar. (laughs) Just for the record, Wilds isn't invited. Brew's not invited. It's an NBA superstar club. 12 people maximum per the fire marshal. Six, we know six guys are in. There's six guys. Show me the six guys who are definitely in. No one would debate it. Giannis, Jokic, Durant, Steph, Embiid, LeBron. So, how do we fill out the rest of it? Well, Club Superstar, when it issued them their official invitations, we asked those six fellas who else they think should be invited. And we got an eclectic group of names. Jokic just put his brothers on there. It's like, nobody. There, you can't bring them. It was kind of weird. Luca asked if I could go. I was like, or, or, I'm sorry, but Luca got invited. Ant-Man got invited. All these people are potential invites. So, the question I have for Brew and Wilds is this. Of these 13 guys, there are up to six openings. By the way, like any nightclub, we don't necessarily want to get to max capacity. So if you only pick three or four, it's totally oh. fine. 12 people total. We already know the six who are in. Who are you inviting to Club Superstar, bro? Well, first of all, Nick, let me give you some credit. All right? I was pretty hard on you on that last Luca segment. I'm going to give you some credit. You got Kyrie on the list? We all know you're not feeling Kyrie well, as I am with his handles. There's nothing I could do. I sold KD right, well, like I don't know. Okay. Hey, the invitation hey, may have lost in the mail. Katie but you let him in, though. You let him there. You let him in line. I'm, I'm, well, I, I, I like that. I like that. All right. Here's what I do. I do think, Nick, I'm surprised at you. I think there are three other guys that are in, for sure. No doubt about it. And the first one, how do you leave your large adult Slovenian son off the sure list? The sure list. Luka Doncic, yeah, I talked about his defense, all that. Steph couldn't defend either. Luka Doncic is on the list. All right, he is absolutely, positively a superstar. So he's on the list, number one. CP3, with this rejuvenation, absolutely on the list. And then Kawhi. People forget about Kawhi. I know he's been hurt. But Kawhi Leonard, two championships, two finals MVPs, still one of the best both-way players that in the league. We'll see if he can defend when he gets back. But Kawhi Leonard... 
definitely on the list. These three, I'm gonna add. They're a little questionable, but I'm gonna throw them in. Ja Moran. Yeah, some of the guys on the list, absolute great players, but we need, it's a club, right? We need some excitement. We need the life of the party. I gotta be honest, you telling me Giannis is the DJ, eh? Doesn't really excite me. Doesn't really excite me. I'd rather Ja be the DJ. How about that? How about Ja being the DJ? All right, I think that would be all the way live. Ja will be happy to get it. I'm going with Ja. Let's not get him Uh, on stage yet. But Ja's exciting. Ja's going to be up there dancing. Yeah. Ja, oh, Ja, ja going to rock the house. He might even grab the mic and kick a hot 16 for all we know. Uh, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. I, I'm putting him on the list. Look, we I, I can't say this enough. He outplayed Kevin Durant decisively on both ends of the floor just a couple weeks ago. And then I'm throwing in Devin Booker. I am put. I know oh. his game is not as flashy as most. Oh, he loves the mid-range, the worst shot in basketball. My man is effective. So, Devin Booker, those are my six, Nick. Those are my six additions. Let him in. Those are your six. Wilds. Wilds, some of your... I'm really curious who Wilds has because I don't see circles around some of Wilds' favorite guys. Dame, Ant Edwards, Donovan. Those guys, those guys, Brew didn't invite. Who you inviting, Wilds? All right, let me, let me first tell you who I'm not inviting and why. I am not inviting Anthony Edwards. Ant, although you're my guy, still too young. Literally can't get through the door, try to get you through the back. But they're like, dude, we're, we're, the fines that we would get for letting a 20-year-old guy in here is through the roof. Can't do it. It would be bad business for the club. Jimmy Butler, right now, oddly, not inviting. The, you could argue, Nick, when we did the most to gain, if Jimmy went to another finals as the best guy on two finals teams, like, hmm, and if he won it, I think Jimmy would make the leap. He's already got, like, a national case. He's in this weird mix of he's got a national commercial campaigns that you see him out here doing so why stuff. Don't you invite and at him the to same the time, not a superstar. Well, I'm just not ready no, yet. he's not. I'm inviting he's not. Kyrie yeah. and Donovan. And I'm taking out Kawhi. And the reason I'm taking out Kawhi wow. is this. Club is all about the moment. You know, there, there's no like, hey, I was in this club last week. Like, man, you're not hot anymore. You gotta play. It's the same reason I don't have Dame in the club. You gotta play. If you haven't been playing, you don't get to show up to the club. It's just like being a movie star. Like, remember I was in that movie a few years ago? Like, no, man, we're looking for the hot thing now. Kyrie, I know you're gonna have issues. Kyrie goes beyond sort of what he's, I know he only played for half the year. Kyrie has got a little bit of just no, superstar aura of about him. He just does. He just, oh, quarter of the year. But but he's a star. Kyrie is a star. He just is. He's got, he's got a New York star to him. And I circled Donovan too. And here's why. It, it's a barely an invite. Because Donovan, I want to show you what coming to New York would lock you in. You would be able to come in the club at any day of the week. Can I want to show, Katana, can we show top-selling jerseys? This is the, the latest data I could get. And you see a bunch of stars. You know, it's very similar to the club. You got LeBron, you got Steph, you got Kevin Durant, you got Tatum. What the heck is going on there? R.J. Barrett? Does R- I, I think R.J. <laughs> is a great player. Does he belong selling more jerseys than Joel Embiid? Of course not. 
But you know what it is? The New York bounce. So Donovan, think about RJ right now. Bigger star selling jerseys, selling merch. If Donovan was able to come to New York, whoo! Oh my goodness gracious! The star would be through the roof, and the doors to the nightclubs. I would, I would have a velvet rope, whoop, open Wild. that right up, bring Donovan right on in. So I'm adding Donovan and Kyrie. The New York. Well, I, I, what jumped out to me about that graphic was there was one player on that graphic who was terrible this year, yet still made it. That was Russell Westbrook. So imagine if he got the New York bounce. Because that's what you need to be preparing for, my friend. Russ in a Knicks jersey. Make it happen. <laughs> like, call it in World Wide West. So here's what is so frustrating about working with Kevin Wilds. There's a lot of things, to be clear. One is, the very end of my interview with Lil Wayne, you know what he says to me? Is Kevin Wilds here? Like, nah, buddy. He's in New York City. He's like, ah, I thought so. He's like, man, that Wilds weird and wonderful. That's some funny bleep. I'm like, God, dog it, man. This is supposed to be my moment. That's annoying. Here's another thing that's annoying. Wilds is worried about club superstar losing its liquor license by letting his guy Anthony Edwards in, but not worried about the fact that it is a 12-person maximum. The fire marshal will shut us down. Make a hard decision for once in your life. You have seven invites, Wilds. You have seven invites. There's only six spots, my friend. And your two invites... Your, your, your two invites are Kyrie and Donovan. <laughs> Thanksgiving the, potluck I mean, what, dinner. What are we even talking mm, just about? Just saying. Oh, what? Let me. Okay. Hey, let me. Maybe I'll buy you know some what t-shirts. I find okay. most interesting? Here's what I find most interesting, Brew, and I just want to kick it back to you for a moment. I think you guys are both overlooking Dane. I think a guy is allowed to be injured for a year, just like Kawhi was injured for a year. Now Wilds kicked Kawhi out. Dame's superstar in this league, in my opinion. We'll see if he gets in. Neither one of you guys even considered Anthony Davis. So here's my question to you, Will. Oh, no. But aside from suffering a catastrophic injury, and I know he's been injured, don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about like a torn Achilles or something where you're just knocked out of commission for a year or two. Would it have been believable to you Two years ago, after the Lakers win the title, that Anthony Davis would not be considered even in the discussion for one of the top 12 guys in the league. Would that have, would that have been a believable no. statement? And same with no. Harden. Now that I think about it, I Harden's, like, not even, yeah. Harden's not even on the graphic. Nobody even invited Harden as a, as a soft invite. Mm-hmm. Harden's making an argument just based on the past. Hey, I'm I'm all I should be there just on who I am. You got LeBron. LeBron obviously yeah. playing better than Harden, but hey, LeBron's on the back nine just like me. Why can't I get in? All right, but AD, look like you, Nick. I thought he was gonna take the leap after winning his championship. Instead, he took the leap down. Remember, he was named like the top a top three player going into the season after they they won that yeah. finals, and he just hasn't delivered. He, he doesn't seem like he wants to be in the club. He doesn't care about being in the club anymore. He hadn't shown up in a while. He never comes by. He, he just don't seem like he wants to be in the club. So, hey, Kyrie, I will give Wilds credit, Nick. You got to say this about Kyrie is a celebrity. He's not. He is a celebrity, yes, yeah. which kind of makes you, him a celebrity. You guys Jenner, at home also can't not invited. imagine the amount of work well, we are putting into this bit. It's going to be on Tuesday. I hope you watch. We're talking some Dylan Brooks on the other side. First things first. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. USFL action continues tonight as the Philadelphia Stars battle the Michigan Panthers at 10 Eastern on FS1. Then Saturday at 7, Todd Haley's Tampa Bay Bandits take on the Birmingham Stallions. All right, that's a look at what's ahead. Here's a look back, the best of from week three in the USFL. Broussard, tell us about the best. Kick us off with the best pick. Tell us the best pick of week three. Well, you mentioned... You mentioned the Stallions. Um, they played my New Orleans Breakers, and this ball was tipped off the hands of Stallions tight end Kerry Angeline. Look at that. Check out the concentration of a Shari Croswell for the interception. What a play. Wasn't enough as the Breakers lost 22-13, but still, the concentration, a Shari, I'm with you. Great play. All right, Kevin Wilds, move us along. How about the best tackle? Bandits Gamblers, Jawan Washington meets Gamblers linebacker Donald Payne coming right up the middle. Jenna, you, told, I know, you know I love the helmet cam. Also reminds me that I will never I lie now. be a USFL running back because I'm, I mean, honestly, it's probably because I'm 44, but also just scared of being tackled. <laughs> All right, Nick, the best bounce of week three. What do you got? I've got, this is an unbelievable play because it's a perfect pass, it's a perfect catch, then it goes totally awry. Anthony Ratliff-Williams fumbles the ball, but then the oblong football with the perfect tennis ball style bounce right back into his hands. Touchdown. This is the best bounce of the week. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and call it. Might end up being the best bounce of the year. Well, you can get that at 6-1 to right now. Is that the best bounce of the year? I say yes. There it is. Go Oblong. Antoine Walker joining us. Let's get the fast break moving along. Talking Grizzlies Warriors. Memphis tied the series up at a game apiece with a win on Tuesday. Tonight, they'll be without Dylan Brooks, who was suspended for a game for the flagrant two against Gary Payton the second. We weren't sure what the league was going to do with Brooks. Broussard, you surprised that he got suspended for game three? No, I'm not, and I think it's justified. Good on them because it was a flagrant two, just like Draymond's was a flagrant two in game one. But this was so much worse than what Draymond did. If you look at this play, and I don't think Dylan Brooks is a dirty player, and I don't think he meant to hurt Gary Payton Jr. But if you look at the play, people say, oh, he was trying to block it. No, he wasn't. He, He was not looking at the ball. We can see from certain angles that he was looking at Peyton's head. He was not looking at the ball, nor did he jump. He doesn't even, he barely jumps. He gets off the ground a tad, a little bit, but he wasn't jumping to block the shot. And then he wound up. He came back, he wound up to really get a good shot. Twan, I think he was not trying to hurt him, but trying to send a message to the uh, Warriors that, hey, this is going to be a tough game trying to put a no layup rule into effect and maybe a little bit of retaliation for Draymond on Brandon Clark from game one. So it obviously went much worse than he thought it might. 
uh, with the injury. But yeah, I think a suspension is fine, Twan. I'm with it. I, I disagree with you on this one, Chris. I, I don't think it, this a, a suspension should have been given to to Dylan Brooks. I look at this play over and over, just like everybody else. And this guy was hustling back, and it was one of those situations where his momentum took him into Gary Payton, Junior, um, Gary Payton. And you can see right after he fouled him hard, hit him in the head, he went right there to try to pick him up. I think that yeah. speaks values. I think if you're trying to foul someone hard and set and, and set the tone in, in a playoff series, I think you're gonna go pick him up. I think you commit the foul and you walk away from it. But I don't think he was trying to hurt him. It was too early in the game to put it on that. I don't think, um, you know, Brandon Clark's foul, Draymond Green foul, was that severe when you wanted to actually get retaliation on him. So I think the flagrant two foul was good, was good enough. But I think the result is why they suspended him. I think we all feel bad for Gary Payton and that he's not going to be able to compete um, in this playoff series. Steve Kerr did a terrific job during the game, after the game, of making this more than what it really was and taking it out of basketball content, talking about basketball codes and all these different things and trying to make it much more bigger than what it was. And the league bid on it. And they suspended this kid for one game. And it's going to really hurt Memphis. Memphis needs Dylan Brooks to try to, to win this series. And this game is going to be an, an important game for them in game three to not have them. So I think they got it wrong. I think the flagrant foul two was, was enough. Um, we could have moved on from it. And, and now, what's going to happen now with, with Golden State? What if Golden State retaliates on one of their players tonight? Does that mean that, there's gonna, that he's gonna, the next guy's going to get kicked out? You're just setting a bad precedence for what you're going to have to call throughout the playoffs. So, bad, bad decision on the suspension side. Well, listen, I think everyone needs to adjust their eyes. The way the NBA wants the game officiated, hard fouls are flagrant ones. What used to be a flagrant one is a flagrant two. And what used to be a flagrant two, we now know can lead to a suspension. But Wiles, I've got something I want you to bring up. You're meeting with Adam Silver. Because there's an odd thing that happened here. This happened three minutes into the game. (laughs) If it happened with three minutes left in the game, Dylan Brooks' actual penalty is way different. Because it's an ejection and a suspension. But because it happened three minutes into the game, it's kind of a two-game suspension, right? So, and in college football, you know how you get targeting, but if it happens in the first half, you're just ejected. If it happens in the second half, you're ejected for the first half of the next game. So here's what I want you to float to silver. Flagrant threes, which is a 48-minute penalty. (laughs) So Dylan Brooks, that is a flagrant three. You were kicked out of the game. You can come back. Two minutes and 52 seconds into the next game. So it's worse than Draymond's. Draymond's regular flagrant two. You're kicked out. This is a 48-minute penalty. I because like, I this like is, it is a little too punitive that he has to miss almost two entire games. But it should be worse than what happened to Draymond. So it's a 48-minute penalty, my friend. If it happened at the end of the first quarter, then the next game you are eligible to check in the end of the first quarter. Flagrant three. You guys are laughing, but as I started describing it, it's brilliant. Admit it, brilliance, utter brilliance by your guy, Wilds. Look, I will give you the brilliant stamp on that. That was absolutely brilliant, and I will, I will just make it a little bit better. We want a penalty box like hockey, where you have to sit there in full uniform with a countdown clock of when you're allowed to come back in. And then it's like exactly, you're allowed to just come back right. Two minutes and fifty-two seconds, he can come in. Flagrant three. 
48 I don't minutes. actually meet with the commissioner, but if I ever do, if I ever run into him, I'm going to bring it up. Flagrant three and a penalty box. Sounds good. You don't meet with the commissioner. See? <laughs> you said you'd been advocating Call for my it well, the Teddies, Bucks, Celtics nodded in a game of peace. <laughs> Lots of talk after game it was two. Good How for the well show, the Celtics have defended Giannis. Holding Giannis to 38.5% from the field through two games. That's good defense. You know what makes for even better defense, guys? How about having a defensive player of the year in the lineup? Marcus Smart reportedly back for game three tomorrow. They can use him. All right, Tuan, who wins game three? Bucks or Celtics? I think the Bucks win game three. I think they bounce back. I think they understand now what what the Celtics are trying to do offensively and defensively. The Celtics are going to shoot 45 to 50 threes, and they're going to see if they can make 20 threes a game. I think they, with the size of, of Giannis and, and Brooke Lopez, they really established themselves as they're going to dominate the inside of the paint and not give the Celtics layups, um, take away their transition buckets. I just don't feel like the Celtics can muster up enough points in other areas to be able to win this series, let alone game three. I think they don't get out on the break. They don't get anything going to the basket. They're not a post-up team. So they're relying so heavily on the three-point shot. Um, it's going to be very difficult to beat the Bucks, which is a more balanced team um, when it comes to shooting threes, getting to the basket, and then having Giannis, who I think figured it out the second half of game two on how the Celtics are going to guard him and how he needs to go to the basket to finish. So I, I like the I like the Bucks to take care on the Celtics in Game Three. Well, Twan, let me start with this. I do think whichever team loses to uh, the next game, I think it's tomorrow, right? Whichever team mm -hmm. loses Game Three, I believe wins Game Four. So I think we're leaving Milwaukee two-two. I picked the seven-game series, and I picked the Celtics because somebody on this show has to ride for the Celtics since Twan just isn't riding for his <laughs> former team that he starred for. So I'm riding for him. And I, I got, look, I'm going to be honest. Y'all know Nick jokes about it. Oh, uh, dripping with objectivity. I, I really am objective. And I'm thinking I got Milwaukee winning game three. I do think they win game three. I still got the Celtics in seven. Oh. But I think Milwaukee wins this game. <laughs> I think going back to home, home Giannis, we know they've held him under 40% shooting the last two games, the first two games. I think he does have somewhat of a breakout game at home, shoots, is much more efficient. And I think on the other side, the Celtics, who made 20 of 43 threes, 46% in game two, I don't think they're as hot on the road yeah, in game the three aren't gonna only make as three. they were at home. So I think Bucks win tonight, and then Celtics even it up in game four. Antoine, don't let Brew bully you for being a Celtic and not picking the Celtics. Just tell him, as he always likes to say, facts over feelings, head shot. over heart. You're just you're giving your analysis of the game. Uh, here's the deal. America, I've given out four NBA playoff picks, gambling picks, to the public this year. They're 4-0. I already gave you one today. Dallas, minus one yep. tonight. I'm giving you a second. Milwaukee, yeah. minus three. In some shops, you can get it minus two and a half on Saturday. Milwaukee rolls. This is a at least a nine-point victory for the Milwaukee Bucks. Goes go a little two and out. So Milwaukee wins. Giannis is great. They hit their shots. The role players are good. They're up two one. The question is, is it going to be three one? But we can discuss that on Monday. Milwaukee absolutely rolls on Sunday. Game three plus bonus Knicks pick.
Do it. Get it. Moving on, talk some Luca. Mavs have any shot to make this a series as it shifts back to Dallas? <laughs> Who says no? Nick says yes. We discuss next. First All right, time for stories to start your morning. Brought to you by Ram Trucks. Built to serve. Mavs, Suns, Dallas find themselves down 0-2 already. Not because of Luca. At least not because of Luca's offense. He's averaging 40 for the series. Problem is... Got to sprinkle in just a little defense, at least. Mavs were outscored by 28 points with Luka on the floor in Game 2. All right, Chris Broussard, we've been talking about it all morning. You give the Mavericks any chance to make this series competitive? Wait, what? what? We're, we're still asking this question? I mean, look, I'm trying to be nice to Nick and, and not just totally destroy his Stop pick it. of Dallas winning this series. So I'm trying to say, you know what? It'll be five. Okay. Phoenix will beat them in five. All right. So, no, they are not making this thing competitive. It is leaving Dallas 3-1. Mark my words. Or maybe it's a sweep. Mm-hmm. It's not going further than that. So, it oh, won't be a you. series. Them making it a series would be 2-2. And they are not doing that. So, no, I, I, I can't just play okay. around with Nick's feelings. I can't be unobjective Stop. because I'm trying to – be nice to my co-host. Nick, I, no, I'm not even going to go into all the basketball reasons because you're aware of them. But I'm going to say this. I, oh. do, I don't think Dallas believes it can win. I don't think you believe they can make this a series, and I don't think they believe it because oh, they've lost to the Phoenix Suns now call me 11 straight times, 11 straight uh-huh. games. They've never beaten yeah. Chris Paul in a Phoenix uniform. So that is demoralizing. Yeah. My here we go again, God. Let's just get it over. Or they're with. due. And then on top of that, on top of that, Jason Kidd, who's done a great job this year of coaching. But my goodness, after these first two games, after each game, it's like, Luca's playing awesome. I mean, Luca showed up. Because we is. just need some help. Because my is. goodness, nobody else is doing That's a darn true. thing. And I guarantee yeah. you, they're not gonna say it publicly. They're not gonna say it privately. At least not in Luca's presence. But inside, that locker room has to be demoralized because they're saying, okay, we're the ones getting crushed, but our style of play is Luca do everything, and we're not catching it in the positions we, we, I, we're in wait a to be as successful Hold as we could. Now, let me, let me finish. Correct. And then defensively, Correct. defensively, Luca's getting torched. Not only torched, okay, but they are true. hunting him. They are going after him like big game, like he's a deer or something, and he's killing okay, our defense, but we're the blank. Look at this, Nick. This is embarrassing. I mean, he's uh, not. Wait, stop uh, it. Stop it. Hold on. Now, I, now I'm going to go. He is not the only one out, I mean, that, is, that look, got torched in that wing. fourth quarter. Stop. That, CB3's okay. doing yes, pirouettes and spinning one and of the Michael Jackson ever. moves and all that. Okay. Golly. Okay. Here's. Here's my question, because Wilds is big on, and Brew is now as well, big on this idea that Luca is detracting from what these other guys could do. So I am going to force you to walk this down. Let's take this to its furthest logical conclusion. Let's go through the guys. Luka Doncic is preventing Maxi Kleba from being his best self, or Luka Doncic is putting Maxi Kleba in the best. Okay, great. Okay. So there's one player. What Kleba's about Reggie Bullock? Kleba's perfect for that. Reggie, Kleba's perfect okay, for that. Just Bullock wait, let, too. Bro, 
Bro. Those are role players okay. who can't do nothing but catch and shoot. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Dwight Powell. Is, is Dwight Powell, is, is he hurting or helping Dwight Powell? No, Brew, this is their starting lineup, Get to buddy. the real ball. Dwight Powell. Get to the real Dorian. Okay, well, you tell me when I get to him. Dorian Finney-Smith. Is he hurting or helping Dorian <laughs> Finney-Smith? Keep going. Brew, he's in the starting lineup. Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, wait, he's injured. So this is all about one guy. You guys think that no, Jalen Brunson two. is... Who's the other? Who's the other? Who Spencer am I missing? Dinwiddie. Who, who is he? You think, you got to be kidding me. You think Spencer Dinwiddie is not getting the absolute best situation imaginable for Spencer Dinwiddie? You think that if it were, hey, it's Spencer Dinwiddie time, it would be good? That the Mavs would be better? That's (laughs) what we think? Let me say this. Here we are. No, no. Here's the deal, Nick. Most of the guys you mentioned, Uh Kleba, Finney Smith, Dwight they need somebody to create. Hold on. They need somebody to create offense for them. It's just like Kyle Mm Korver with LeBron. Great, because I can't create my own shot, so Luka will do it for me. Fine, I love it. But a Jalen Brunson and a Spencer Dinwiddie can create their own stuff. And those are your second, third leading scores. They can create their own offense. Now, you're right. Brunson's not just hoisting a bunch of threes, but it's where you get Mm -hmm. the ball. He's not able to create his own stuff for the most part. He's getting it from Luka, and he won't just shoot it, but he'll try to drive off that, and that is not his game. He needs the ball in his hands a little bit. And this might be okay. the best way for them to play, but I'm saying it's not a way that's going to beat the Phoenix Suns, Nick. That's the problem. Okay, well, It's that's, not a way that's going to beat that the is, Phoenix Suns. Listen, you might end up being right that the 65-win team – with a, an apex Hall of Famer who seems somehow to be at the peak of his powers and a soon-to-be potential superstar in Devin Booker with home court advantage, that that team's going to win the series. That was the, you know what I mean? The odds were with you, and I'm not sitting here saying I'm guaranteeing the Mavs will win. I'm sticking with the Mavs, but that part I, I'm not arguing with you on. You have a lot of evidence that the Dallas can't stop them and that they are right now the Suns are rolling. But Wilds, this out-of-nowhere narrative, that Luka Doncic is, if we're listing problems for the Mavs, that he is in the top five, it's nonsense. And this idea that Jalen Brunson, because he had a great three-game stretch against a team in Utah in the playoffs, that Terrence Mann torched, that Jamal Murray looked like Michael Jordan for a series against, that we have a long list of guys who torched the Jazz come the playoffs. That, that's who Jalen Brunson really is. Guys, if Luka wasn't there, Jalen's 30 points a game. No, he's not. And it, nobody actually thinks he is. So I, I just want to know, like, <laughs> what's the critique here? The guy who's averaging 40, 10, and 7 on 55, 45, and Brew was big on the free throw shooting, 82% from the line this series. That guy needs to be doing more. Is that the take? Yeah. Yes, the take is, if you want to be called Luca legend, if you want to say, you know, he's on the GOAT trajectory, if you want to be a superstar in the NBA, then yeah, 
then you have to be asked to do more when you're on the verge of getting swept. And we look at the true shooting They're percentage, you're giving up 84% uh, regular percentage in the fourth quarter and true shooting percentage. It's his playoff history. It's the wow. second worst of all wow. time. So look, Wow. here's what I would say. This is the, I just, I want to have game. the same, he, Luca deserves the same criticism as every superstar. When Kevin Durant got swept by the Celtics, we were like, Durant, there's no excuse. Figure it out. Do, do more. When the reigning MVP Joker was getting worked, we were like, figure it out. Do more. But when it caught, even with Harden, with no Embiid, we're like, figure it out, do more. But now with Luka, we're like, what do you want him to do? Ah, the guy needs some help. No, first is of there all, any wild. chance we can we wild. can get somebody Your off the waiver wire? Is the guy needs wild. help. Huh? I thought we were calling him Luka Legend. Wild. How come Joker doesn't what? get to play the help card? Durant doesn't get to play the help card. Harden doesn't get to play the help card. But Luka okay. gets to play okay. all the help cards. I need let help me explain on defense why. And, and, let me... and on offense, too. Okay, let me explain why. Jokic not only gets to play not enough help card, he, that, he turns that card in and they hand him the league MVP. They're like, oh my God, there you go. There's another trophy for you. He actually did get swept by these Suns and he was rewarded with a league MVP the next year. Do not compare Kevin Durant's 22 points on 38% to Luka's 40 points per game on 55%. Do not compare what James Harden is doing 16 points per game to what Luca's doing. That's just, it's just utter. You want the comparison, Brew, right now, what it looks like? It's like, right now, it looks like LeBron in 09 against the Magic. 38, 9, and 9, and it wasn't enough. That's what it looks like. And maybe that's how it's going to go. However, they're going to win tonight. It's not going to go because that series, I believe, went six. This, it ain't going that way, all right? Uh, but no, look, I, I get Luca is playing great offensively, Nick, but this is not a style yes. that's going to beat a great team like the Phoenix Suns. And you should have known that before the series began, before you said the was winning the West. Game four will be there, Jim. That's my take.